And I think that gives George Russell a really big leg up. Like George came from the Williams and this, this Mercedes is a huge step up. I think that's why you don't get a ton of, mer- you know, complaining from Russell. Um, <laughs> he started from the bottom. Now he's here. <laughs> yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Curtin Dillon, and this is the Hungarian Grand Prix prediction pod. And also known as the first race with Danny Ricardo back prediction pod. I don't know. This is like I said before, this is the most anticipated race of the year just because of one guy coming back on the grid. That says something about who he is. It does. Right. Like all the other drivers are like, like, what about me? I was thinking, think about Yuki Sonoda. He was kind of like the hero of Alpha Tower. Everybody's like, hey, Yuki's doing really good this year. Maybe this kid's onto something. And now Danny Ricardo comes to the team and just completely overshadows Yuki. Yes and no. I think that Yuki's personality is kind of interesting in the way that him and Gasly had a borderline love relationship. It wouldn't surprise me if Yuki was excited to have a Danny Rick as a teammate, right? Like that wouldn't surprise me. And two, this gives Yuki the chance to prove that he's something. Like does. you want to race with the best. Okay. Well, here's an eight time race winner and a damn good one. Like, here you go, Yuki. Here's your chance. Um, it does. And it, I, by all accounts from the outside, it seems like they have a good relationship yeah. too. Like some of the press work that they've done together. They, Who doesn't they have a good road. relationship with Danny Ricardo? Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. I always, I always think back to that interview with, uh, with Max. And he was like, if you're in uh, if you're in that Mercedes with Lewis, do you think that you could beat him? And Max's response was, put anybody you want in the same car as me and I'll win. And it's like, that's a, that's a championship attitude right there. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I will always win. Yuki, if you want to be a champion, like, that's an attitude you have to have. I'd be excited you have Danny Ricardo to push you. Yeah. I'm I'm pumped, man. Even though, like, I'm, I'm trying to keep my expectations tempered. You know, he's yeah. going into... You know, arguably the worst car on the grid. Um, and my so, wild card is that Danny Ricardo is going to get points this weekend. Oh, Danny Ricardo is going to be doing a shoey from the podium this weekend. <laughs> We're going to have donuts and a shoey. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So what do we got going on? We got the Hungarian Grand Prix. We got we've had some pretty decent races here in the past. It's a weird track, but it's kind of been entertaining. Like 2022. You had Max in 10th place. You had good racing. Like you had competitive Mercedes. You had, you know, Ferrari shooting themselves in the foot with third pit stop. Um, yeah, last year, that was the year Charlotte Claire, they pitted him. He was in third first, place. Th- okay, third place. They put him on hards. And even the commentators were like, is he on hards? Like, why is he on hards right now? And then he dropped back, I think, to like sixth place at yes. the end of the race. I remember yes. even the commentators talking about how. Oh, tomorrow I can already see the headlines about Ferrari strategy flubbing it up again. That's and yeah, shorted. But uh, Checo qualified at P11 here. Max qualified P10 because he had power unit failure into Q and Q3 on his first lap out, and then Max wins the race anyway because he walked through the entire field. And I think Checo ended up in P5. Let's not forget that not only did Max win the race, but I think it was on like lap 30 or 30 laps to go. Max spun out. He did a complete yes. 360, dropped back behind Charles Leclerc. And then and passed then, him again. 
Still past the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so let's not gloss over that. This guy complete 360 and still wins the race. It was wild. It's a fun track. We've got two DRS zones, one DRS detection point. And honestly, the second DRS zone is more of like a help you not get repassed by the guy you just passed zone. Like it doesn't, it's a longer curve. It's not a great passing area. I think it just kind of hooks you up. If you pass somebody, you get a second kick out of the turn. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of an old school track. You got some good fast sweeping corners. I think it's going to got a little bit of everything. It's got a 180 degree hairpin. Like that's definitely going to be hosing the Mercedes and Aston Martins. Um, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, definitely. It's a it's a high downforce, uh, low high day top speed. Yeah, cornering speed is going to be important here. Oh, also, uh, we were talking about a minute ago. Remember, this is where Valtteri Bottas went bowling in 2021. Took I completely out, <laughs> forgot about that. Dude, just locked it up into turn one. Took out both Red Bulls. <laughs> Plus Lance Stroll ended up getting on an accident just on his own. He was like, oh, somebody I mean, else is in an accident. I might as well get into an accident. <laughs> and then just all four of them out. And uh, what is it? Esteban Ocon got his first race win. Boo. Which, yeah. Good for him. But that was where we did get to see uh, 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 Fernando Alonso defending Lewis Hamilton like oh, crazy. so good. He, Esteban Ocon, owes that race win to Fernando Alonso because and he didn't frustrate this is 2021. so long. Okay, this yeah. is Mercedes dominance and Fernando in a shitty Alpine. Yes. Yes. And, and held him off. It was, it was one of the, I remember all the, the memes afterwards were like they widened the crap out of Fernando's car because he was just <laughs> going like crazy and allowed Esteban He's to get driving like win, a lion. So. Yes. That's what he said. <laughs> Defending like a lion. That's what it was. I was That's it. Yeah, like defending a like a lion. But this is an interesting track, though. It's got a first started 1986. It's kind of a mid-length track, 4.3 kilometers, a little over two miles. Uh, 70 laps. Ra lap record here is a minute 16.6 from Lewis Hamilton in 2020. Um, Nelson Piquet Sr. <laughs> won the first race here. Against Arton Senna. Ayrton. Ayrton, excuse me. Ayrton Senna. Ayrton. <laughs> I don't need any more, you know, death threats, okay? Ayrton. <laughs> but uh, I, I, it should be a really good weekend. Um, I think the big elephant in the room, Kurt, is the question is, where is Checo going to qualify? I know, man. I, and that's one P thing I was thinking about. last year. Yes. And that was... He didn't have any issues as far as I remember. No. So I, I don't know. He's, I'm kind of thinking Checo is going to be kind of how I thought about Charles Leclerc a couple weeks ago, where you can only have so much bad luck. And like, yeah, maybe I don't now. feel that way though, because Charles Leclerc <laughs> was driving really well and he keeps getting shot by Ferrari. Like, Checo's got everything he needs. It's just him. He does. He does. It's all internal. So. Yeah, that's going to be a big question. And and right now, with this extra bit of heat turned up on him, we're going to be able to see now if he really does want to be there and want to perform or if he's actually going to continue to crumble. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, past couple of years have been good. It's a weird-ass track. Uh, should be a fun weekend. And I think everyone's be. just ecstatic to watch Danny Rick. 
I think so. And and I think there's certain cars that this track is going to kind of help out a lot. Um, and I'm I'm thinking and I'm hoping from what we saw last week, I think the McLaren is really going to benefit at this track because it seemed like they had really good cornering speed in, in Britain. They in did. And I'm sitting here looking at my predictions and I don't know what to do. Like, am I just all of a sudden hopping on the McLaren train? Are they all of a sudden that good? Is it real or was it a fluke? I don't know. And it's bothering me. I know. And that's the, the <laughs> same thing. I'm going back and forth on my, on my uh, predictions. They're all crossed out here. Cause I'm not sure. I, uh, it's tough. I do know. I don't think this is going to be a good Aston Martin track. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Aston Martin. And I think, uh, I think the Mercedes boys might have some trouble here too. Yeah. I think this might do okay for Mercedes. It doesn't, it, it's not a top speed track. It's got fast sweeping corners. It's got some slow corners, but it's got some straightaways, but you're not doing 200 miles an hour down these straightaways. So I don't, I don't know. I think Mercedes might do all right here. I don't think Aston will. I don't even know what to think about Ferrari. Oh, you never know. And I, Williams is probably not going to be very strong. Yeah, it's just not. It's a high downforce track, which is not Williams' <laughs> strong suit. <laughs> Although, did you see well, that interview? They were talking about Williams' speed and floor design with Christian Horner. And Christian Horner said that they actually copied some of Williams's Williams floor designs on the Red Bull, not the other way around. I have seen that. And to me, that seems so crazy. It's almost like it's so simple. Like, why didn't I think of that? Maybe, but I don't know. I'm sure there's little, I don't know. From what we saw when it was on the crane, I don't know what you could copy. There wasn't anything there There to copy. (laughs) It was was just flat. So I don't know what else. It was like, oh, they have a floor. Okay. We have a floor. I don't know. Maybe that's just Christian Horner throwing them a bone. You know, he's just like, no, really, we even we even totally copied some of their stuff. Really? <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't know what they could have copied, but good on them. I have heard that too. Um, all right, what do you got? Let's, predictions? Yeah, let's hop into the predictions. Oh, on all pole. Right. All right, on pole. I'll start this one off because it just. I, I just want to say. I am going this time on on what I want to happen, but still holding. So it's a, not a gut feeling because your gut feelings have been way bad, off. very bad. So no, it's not a gut feeling. I'm going Good. off what I want to happen, but I'm trying to keep it sort of realistic. Danny, so Ricardo. on pole, I know Danny Ricardo. <laughs> Danny Ricardo, no, on pole, I'm going with Lando Norris. I, I think this is going to be a strong track for the McLaren, and I. I I want him to be on pole. I'm going with Lando Norris on pole. That's fair because there's only, I mean, there's two DRS zones, but one, one and a half DRS zone. So the Red Bull, when you neutralize the DRS, the Red Bull's fast, but it's not light speed faster than, you know, it's not like Mercedes 2018 where you just didn't have a chance DRS or no DRS. Like you take the DRS away, Red Bull is beatable in a one lap shootout. So that possible, it's possible. Yeah. If, if, Max has another issue. He had an issue last year. Also, this is where 2020, if you remember, on the way on the installation lap, uh, Max put it into the wall and the mechanics had to like replace the front suspension and wing and all that on the starting grid before the race. So he's had some issues here in the past. That'd be 
I'd, I'd be cool with a Lando Norris pull, but I'm going to go ahead and pick up that point and say Max is going to take the pull. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you just left that point there for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks. I had Lando down, but, uh, you know, since you wrote him down, uh, I'll take Max. <laughs> All right. P3. I think I'm going to, I'm going to carry it on. I think that the young Australian, now that we have two Australians, we've got to differentiate between them. The younger Australian will be in P3, get his first maiden or get his maiden podium. That'd be awesome. And that would be a hell of a feather in the hat for Oscar Piastri as a rookie. Yes, for sure. The only thing he could do better because Max Vettel and Hamilton, I believe all won their rookie year one race. I believe they did. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, if Oscar gets on a podium... Oscar gets on a podium. That'd be pretty awesome, though. But they, I'm just saying that all the world record or, or world champions have been winning their first seasons. So. Look, if Oscar Piastri were to get a P2, I think in the record books, you put an asterisk and be like, this is 2022. This is <laughs> nobody else is going to win. It was Max's year. <laughs> That's as good as a win any That's other fair. year. <laughs> That's fair. I've got Lando Norris in P3, and I really Ooh. went back and forth between him and Leclerc. But. I'm gonna I'm gonna channel my inner faith and say that that wasn't a fluke last week and that McLaren got their shit together. All right, I like it. All right, all right. So my P two, I'm going with my boy Lando. Your McLaren two three this weekend. McLaren two three. I think this is gonna be a strong track, and I hope that they show up and it's still chrome on the car. I don't want them to take that off. <laughs> and I did if like it's the there, they're I didn't. Well. When I first saw it, I was kind of like. Eh. And then as it was going around, I was like, okay, the crumb looks pretty good. Yeah. I've got Lewis Hamilton, P2. Ooh. They were competitive here last year. Lewis, I believe, got P2 last year, and that was in a really shitty Mercedes. The lot more upgraded, better Mercedes, and they're squarely sitting in P2 in the records. Um, and I just don't see Checo qualifying that high. Like yep. it's funny, everything was Max Checo one two in the beginning of the year but lately i don't think either one of us have put checo on the podium yep so you have hamilton and p2 how much is he going to complain on friday and saturday though oh god <laughs> yeah. such like, a complainer the car's so slow this car's not going to cut it man was it alonzo i think alonzo is probably the only one that could say it but like in an interview he was like lewis has been so pampered by being in the fastest car that he doesn't remember what it's like to drive in a yeah. normal car like and i think that gives george russell a really big leg up like george came from the williams when it was dog shit and this this mercedes is a huge step up i think that's why you don't get a ton of mer- you know complaining from russell um, <laughs> he knows what, he started from the bottom now he's here <laughs> yeah it's pretty good lewis started at the top and now he's here and so or he's been at the top so it's I, d- I agreed with Alonzo's point, though. He's been so pampered for the past decade at being the most dominant car on the track that he's really mentally struggling with getting his ass kicked by Max Verstappen. Yeah, having to work for it. But I think he's going to take P2. All right. Oh, my P1, uh, Max. Max Verstappen. Yeah. yeah. And I already right. told you my wild card. Danny's getting points this weekend. That's your wild card? That's my wild card. I'm channeling it. Oh, I've got I've got two wild cards here. And one of them is like to the moon. The other one is sort of realistic. I think I'm going to the moon. I'm Let's going to the moon it. with it. Send it. 
Daniel Ricardo is going to outqualify Checo. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, I just I had two scenarios in my mind if this happens. The first one was he gets back, Checo gets back to the pits, he gets out of the car, and Helmet Marco's standing there and he's like, take it off. <laughs> take it off. <laughs> he gets yeah. out of the car and someone from the uh some random person from the uh audience snipes him. Yeah. <laughs> The other one was that it's like that scene in Fast and Furious at Race Wars where Jesse loses the race and just, <laughs> just doesn't keeps come going. back. And Checo's just out there just <laughs> slowly going around the track crying on the radio. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're like, Checo, you're going to run out of gas eventually. Just bring the car in. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. We'll talk about it. I'm going to have to, for Q3, I'm going to turn the computer on and put it on Checo's on the F1 TV so you can hear the radio and see if he oh, asks man. for what Danny's time is. Holy crap, man. If that happens, I know that's a big ask and it's unlikely. Well, I, it, I, I don't know how unlikely it is. I don't know. Like, if if Checo puts it in another P15 performance, it's not that hard to get ahead of that. Or so. P20 performance, yeah. Monaco, or a P14 performance, or... Yeah. I, I mean, it's maybe it's not to the moon. But that's just so wishful thinking for me. I I mean, the Alpha Tower oh doesn't God. usually ever make it into Q3. So we would have to have a P2 exit or Q2 exit by Checo for there to be a chance. But you're saying there's a chance. There's there is a chance. But yeah, I man, if that happens, oh, my God. <laughs> Danny might be in a Red Bull the next week. <laughs> like, yeah, <he laughs> if that happens, <laughs> Danny might be in a Red Bull the next week. But that's like the fact that that's on the table makes me think that Danny's going to do well this weekend because he's got nothing to lose and everything to gain. And he's going to be on such a high to be back in the car. Yeah, I think if he channels that mental stability just right and gets to grips with the car quickly, has good practices, he could do it. But also, we gotta can't forget that he's gonna get two practice sessions in that car. He's never driven that car, so I mean, he can do three, all the simulator three, work three he wants. Three practice sessions. Three, yeah, three practice sessions. Excuse me. Um, so he's gonna have to get up to speed quick. But we'll see what happens, man. I, I'm pumped. I'm just super excited to see that Rick on the left side of the yeah. of the screen, no matter what place it's in. Um, well, now it's it, no matter what place it is. Usually you're staring at it anyway because you like him, but he's in a McLaren and he's at the bottom and Norris is up in yeah. like sixth and you're like, bro. I was like, oh, look, Danny's uh, back in P15. Great. Yeah. Figures. <laughs> Why is he racing a Haas right now and losing? Yeah. Oh, man. But this is going to be exciting. If for nothing else, then for at least for me to see where the McLarens wind up and where Danny Rick winds up, that's, you know, for me going to make this the most exciting weekend of the year. Oh, I completely agree. Sweet. Well, I think that's it for this one, man. Hey, guys, if you like this podcast, make sure you leave us a rating and a review and share it with a friend if you can. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, actually, we're going to be about a day late on the review for this because I'll just be coming back into town. But we'll get that out as soon as we can. Uh, but that's going to be it for this one. So on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time. <laughs>